today, I'm going to speak on it's time. It's time to, to listen. It's time to pay attention. It's time to talk to our God. It's time to, to accept in our hearts what we need to be doing. Our life is just a short time on this earth. And I know that always we need to go to God in all things. But right now I'm going to go to God before I start this. Lord, I ask you that, that you will touch our lives, you'll touch our hearts, you'll touch our souls, Lord. Because I know that we are a people that are needy, Lord. We need you. We need you in our lives. We need you to show us and guide us and direct us, Lord. I know that I want you to help me, Lord. Touch me. Show me the way. Let your word go forth, Lord. And I ask you that you'll bless it, Lord. All this in your name, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. In Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The beginning of time. There was no time before God. God was here. And he'll be here when time comes. And uh, he created all things. Man, animals of this world. He gave us this world to live in. He gave us everything in it to make us survive, to help us, to make it better for us. So in the beginning, God created everything we needed to live on this earth and to worship him. That's what we're put here for, to worship our God, to just talk with him daily, to be with him daily. We need to use our time wisely. Uh, like I said, Genesis 1 and 1 tells us this. I, go, I dropped down to Genesis 6 last, the other night and reading and, and only from chapter 1 to chapter 6, the world had already got evil. And it said, Genesis 6 and 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and thought of his heart was only evil continually. Well, I know in that day, it's probably like this day. This world is getting to be an evil place again. It's just thoughts of evil. They're continually on the wrong things. The devil's trying to get us. He's trying to take control, and we don't want him to. We want God to be in control. So I know it's time to stand up and pay attention to what God has for us. As it was in the day of Noah, Noah, in Genesis 6 and 8, it says, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That was the man of God. That's the man that God turned to and said, Look, I'm going to have to do something here. It's time. It's time for me to correct my mistake. I made a mistake. I treated man. He's turned evil. He's, he's, I can't, you know, there's no control. So he told Noah what he's going to do. And everybody thought the man was crazy, building a boat. You know, why wouldn't people listen to Noah in that day? Why wouldn't anybody stop and say, you know, what, what is going on here, you know? But everybody thought he was crazy, and they made fun of him. He went on. But the day came, and Noah entered into that boat, and, and uh, the earth was destroyed. Everything in it was killed. There was a time... And I know God looks back on and, and knows that he had to do it. But to show us, this is a story that's a true story because it's in the Bible. It happened. And I know 
just like he destroyed the earth in Noah's day, I know he's going to come back after his church today. He's going to come back. I'm just telling about the days of Noah so to set the stage for today. And I know that we're here, and I know that the hour of God is coming soon. You know, it's been preached for 40 years already, you know, that I've been around the churches. I've been 40, 50 years in churches, and every preacher I listen to tells me, God's coming back soon. Well, just because it didn't happen 50 years ago and it hadn't happened yet today, don't make it any less so. So I know that we've got to take our time and we've got to look at the situation. We've got to figure out what we're going to do. Just like God went to Noah, Noah found grace in God. Just like our man, Brother Sharon, wonderful preacher, our pastor, I'm thankful for him. He preaches every Sunday with a passion. He tells us each Sunday what we need to be doing. Where do you think he gets some messages from? I know that he's educated. He went to college, and I know he could make us jump up and down and scream and holler every day if that's what he wanted to do. But he's trying to get a message across to us. He's trying to enlighten us that there's a time coming, and we need to be prepared for this time. All the messages we preached here lately, someone becoming mad all the time. You know, that madness is making a difference. Not getting mad in, in getting mad at your neighbors, getting mad at your friends, getting mad at your wife. No, that's to make a difference. We need to make a difference. Uh, a bystander's envy. No, we're not envious. If we stand by and watch our loved ones go to hell, what 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 are we? Are we any better than than the ones that if we can't be number one up here, someone that's making a difference? If we're a bystander's not doing nothing to help anybody, you know, it's all tied together. Every message is the same. It's time. It's time to listen. It's time to work. It's time to move. It's time to make a difference. It's time to open our eyes. It's time to do what we need to do. We need to go to our children. Go to our grandchildren, our great grandchildren, and let them and let them know that there's a God and He loves you. And all you have to do is go before Him, talk to Him, praise Him, honor Him, glorify Him. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He will give you direction. He will give you vision. He will give you dreams. We will know by these what we need to do, where we need to go, how we need to enter into our next days of life. We don't need to go home through time without stopping and realizing it's short. We don't have the promise of tomorrow. I've had, in two weeks, I lost two loved ones. I went to a funeral, and on the way back from the funeral, I got a phone call that a friend of mine passed away that night. And I couldn't believe, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. It's, it's the time is short. Brother Sharon was preaching, I think it was on the 2nd of January. If, but it was but now. But now is what got me to where I'm at right now today. Because every time he said, but now, in my mind, I heard, it's time. It's time to do what you got to do. It's time to be ready. It's time to do what I'm telling you to do. It's time for us to listen to our pastor and to reach into this world and, and pull, holler, scream, and whatever it takes 
not let the devil have them. We, if we want our loved ones safe, if we want our loved ones to be with us in heaven, we've got to eat dinner today. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but today because today is the time for that. Today is the time to pay attention. Today is the time that we need to know that if we're not right, if our heart isn't right, if our souls ain't right, we need to walk out that aisle and come up these altars and talk to a God that can make us right and get our souls right with that. I know that he goes through all these sermons and Sister Shay preached on the prodigal. I felt like I'm the prodigal because I know that back a long time ago, I'm not going back into the future, but I know back in the future I was here and I walked away for a lot of years. But God had grace on me and he let me see and hear and know the words I needed to bring my mind back, my heart back to what it needed to be. That's on him, it's on, on his love, on his understanding, on everything. I know that I've lost a lot. That's the reason I walked away because I lost some things. And I thought, God, why you make this heart hurt so bad? But you know what? It wasn't God. That's life. That's life. You know, we got we got to deal with life. And God's going to help us. He'll strengthen us. He'll direct us. He'll keep us. But now I know better. I, I'm not going to walk away from that again. I know where my strength is. I know my God. I know my deliverer. I can't, I can't turn away and just keep turning and keeping and just say, it don't matter. It matters. It matters tremendously because if I don't do it, my kids are not going to do it. And I, I, I don't have all my kids were raised in this church, but they're all gone. They said, if you raise them, they'll return. So I got a hope. They're all going to return. And, and I know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to influence them. And I'm going to have to tell them. I'm going to have to show them. And, I'm, and i got to say, look, this is what you got to do. i got, I got, I got a lot of loved ones in this community. In the day back, i got, I got people in this, in this community right now that touches my heart tremendously. And if I ever had a burden for anybody, it's that generation that's 45 to 35 right now. In fact, in, back in... A lot of years ago, they used to call me Daddy Class, all my kids' friends. And, and that meant a lot to me, you know, that these kids considered me somebody they could come to, somebody they could turn to. You know what? Each one of these kids now has got family. And I love them just as much today as I did then. Some of them's been to prison. Some of them's been in all over and does all kinds of things. But you know what? Every one of them's good kids. Every one of them is kids that I love, that I care about. I don't want them to end up in hell. I don't want them to end up somewhere they don't need to be. I want them in this church. I want that every one of them, 30 or 40, however many they are of them, that I consider close to my heart because I love them. And I know that they're out there, and I know that their families need it. They need it. The truth, the love, the understanding. I want these families saved. I don't, not just them, but the, our whole community our loved ones, our friends, our family, our co-workers, we need to talk to everybody. Not just not just the ones I was just talking about them, but they're close to my heart. That's the ones that I'm focused on because, like Sister Shay, a burden. You have to have a burden because you don't have a burden for loved ones. You don't have a burden for you, the people you care about. Who else is going to take care of them? I ain't going to make a difference if I don't have a burden. If I don't, if I don't care, I'm not going to do anything. But 
but if I care, I should do something. I need to take the time. This is that time. So look in this community. Look into your family. Look into your brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews. Tell them it's time. God's coming back after church. Make yourself ready. It's time to do it. It's time to reach that place. We've been doing this long enough. Brother Sharon, like I said, every service, but, you know, long enough. It's long enough. Let's, it's time to stop and realize we've been doing this long enough. We don't need to keep running around here. We need to know. We know, we, we know the truth. We're in this church. We know what's going on. We need to enlighten everyone else around us what's going on. It's time for us to make a difference. It's time for us to, be, to quit being bystanders. It's time for us to quit saying, but I, I, I got something else I got to do. But, you know, no, now, the time is now. We got, like I said, God brought me back to this church. I felt like he did it for a reason. He has a purpose for me. I think he's got a plan for me. I don't know what that plan is yet, but I believe he's got a plan. He's got a reason for me to be here. And I think that, that if I open my mind and my heart and my soul to him and I make myself available and I want to be somebody to make a difference, he's going to let me be somebody that will make a difference. I don't want to be an innocent. You know, I don't want to be a bystander. I don't want to say, are you innocent? I know I'm not. If I don't do the proper thing, I'm not innocent. If I go to him and he says, you could got this and this and this and this, you just cry. You know, what am I going to hear? Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew. I want, I want my heart to be, I want my heart to be ready to, when I meet him to say, I know you cared. I know you tried. I know you've done everything you can do. It's time to look at God and to know that he will help you. Prayer, fasting, we're fixing to do that for three days. But I'm going to tell you something. That makes the difference. I know that we don't always put our bodies under that circumstances, but I'm going to tell you what, when you do, it makes a difference. I've seen the times when you get dedicated to something. I got news one time that someone I love could be going to prison. The judge done told him, hey, you're going to have to learn a lesson. I got a call and said, they don't want you to know this, but in 30 days you might be sentenced to four months in prison. Every day I dedicated time to God. Judge, change that judge's mind, change that heart, change that soul. Touch him, touch him, help him, guide him, direct him. I prayed for that judge to have a change of heart for 30 days. Guess what? He didn't go to prison. I believe that prayer helped. That prayer made a difference. If we will take our loved ones and pray for them and, and, and put our souls into it, it will make the difference. And I'm going to tell you, we can wander around here and we can walk down this path every day and we can make, walk circles in this community. I've been in this community since 79. I don't know how many years that is. 40-something, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, they walked around the wilderness for 40 years, never got the promised land, never seen it, never walked into it. And Joshua, when God told Joshua, cross the Jordan, wherever you sowed your feet goes yours. You know what? All we got to do is walk across Jordan. All we got to do is walk in there, talk to God, ask for our loved ones back, ask that God will touch them. 
to control the devil, to put a draw in our hearts, put a love in our hearts, put a understanding in our hearts that he's there for them. All he had to do was call upon his name, repent, be baptized, be filled with the Spirit, have the strength of God in their lives. It's time for them to see that. It's time for us to see that we can make that difference. It's time that we can have our lives back. Our promised land's here. We just got to create it, walk into it, claim it, and develop it. To to develop our promised land, to see our children, to see our loved ones, to see our community, it's going to take time. It's time to start and to draw them in, talk to God, talk to them, and have a communication. We got to open the doors. We got to open. We got to go to where they're at. The drug dealer down in the corner is not going to walk in here. You know what? If you just walk by and just say a kind word to them, tell them God loves them, whatever it is, the next day, tell them the same thing. Eventually, somebody else is going to say something to them. It might click. Hey, there's a God out there. There's a God out there. I might need to check in on that. And something, something, something about just a word here, a word there, makes somebody go to thinking. If you can make somebody think about God just for a moment and get their hearts in the proper place, it's time that they can come to God. It would be a time that they can reflect back and say, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what I desire. But if we don't take the time to go where they're at and to tell them and to show love, to show kindness, to show interest, we need to, we got to be interested in doing these kind of things first. We're not interested. We're bystanders. We're not mad. We're not going to make a difference. It's not being long enough because you ain't got what you want. It, 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 it won't make it matter then. The purpose for the present, you know, he died for nothing. You know, if we don't make a difference, he went to the cross for nothing. You know, if we don't reach the lost ones, if we don't look, reach our loved ones, what are we going to do? It's time. It's time that we got to make a difference. It's got to be time that he died for a reason, and it's for our sins, so we can go into this world and show our love, our, our love of Christ, that our love of God, that our love that we have for our kids. Hey, it's time. It's time for us to make the difference we need to be making. It's today. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow may not ever come for us. I can walk out of here today and fall dead three o'clock this afternoon. I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, but you know, it's it's a possibility. What I'm saying, you're not promised tomorrow. For we don't we do not know the day or the time. But it is appointed to every man a time to die. So while we got time, we need to do what we need to do. We need to make that difference. We need we need to quit being bystanders. We need to have our now moment. It's time, 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 time. And if your heart's not right, it's time. It's time to walk across that Jordan, out in that aisle, come to these pews, or come to these altars. It's time to get your heart right. It's time to find God in your soul. It's time to go to developing relationships. You've got to have a relationship before you can make a difference. Before he can make a difference in you, you've got to have a relationship with him. It's time for that relationship to develop. It's time for us 
to be set on that solid rock, to become the, the he's our strong foundation. We can be stronger with him every day if we will develop that relationship with him because he's going to strengthen us and hold us up and, and strengthen us each day. I don't want to build it on ships and sand because if I'm going to be wishy-washy and I'm not going to make that difference, it's not going to matter anyway. We're all going to sink. We're all going to fall. We're going to all wash away. We'll never make it across the Jordan. We'll never be in a promised land. We'll never have our loved ones. We don't take the time. We don't do what we need to do. And we don't hear enough for the ones that we have in this world that the devil has right now. There's a lot of people out there that we love. The devil has in his hand. He's, he's pulling them back. They've been here just like the prodigal. This is the year of the prodigal. We've been preached. This is the year of the prodigal. We're going to return. The prodigal is going to return. I'm going to tell you what. If we're going to get them prodigals back, we got to go to yank them. we got to jerk because that devil's out there. He's pulling with all he's got. He's going to try to steal, steal, and destroy every one of us. You know what? If we don't want that to happen, it's time to go to pull them back. It's time to go to war with the devil. How are you going to go to war with the devil? Make a difference. God, you pray to God. You tell God, hey, the devil can't have him. He's ours. She's ours. They're ours. Our family's ours. Our loved one's ours. This community's ours. The devil cannot have them. It's time. It's time to go to war with the devil. It's time to understand we can make that difference. A group going together, praying to God, he's listening. For two or three together, together, he's going to be amidst us. He's going to hear it. He's going to respond to us. We need to come together as a church and, and understand it's time. It's time to quit sitting, quit looking around, quit saying, leave that woman alone. It's time to make the difference. Go save her. Don't, don't sit there and say, if that guy just left her alone, she wouldn't have died. You know what? He didn't. Nobody responded when she hollered, when she screamed. You know, you said 38 people heard that scream. You know what? If if I, if if I can make a difference, I want to go. I don't want somebody to die on my watch. I don't want them because because I heard a cry in the wilderness, a cry in the dark, that the devil's pulling somebody down. I want to go to them and tell them, "Hey, God's here for you. God will touch you. God will change you. He will help you. It will pull you out of this deep muddy clay you're in. He will reshape you. He'll reform you. You become a child of God. You, the Father." He's a great father. Hey, I love my kids. And if, I, if, if, I, if I'm earthly and I'm the father that don't always do everything I'm supposed to do, God never made a mistake. He has, he's the father of all of us. He's perfect. His way is easy. The devil's way is hard. I want to be in the arms of God. I want to be in the arms of Abraham. I want to be in the presence when that day comes. I want to be in that number. But if I don't take the time today to get my mind right, to get my heart right, to get my family's mind right, we're all going to miss it. We're all going to miss it. Today's the time that he took to do this. It's just, that's my heart. I'm, you know, that's, 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 <laughs> I can't say it any plainer. We got to do it. We can't, we can't wait around. And, and life's you know, it's too short to, to, to miss it. And 
I don't want to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want my loved ones to miss it. But today's the time. Tomorrow could be too late. This afternoon could be too late. Call your loved ones. Talk to God. Fast. Everything you got in your heart. If you got someone you love that's not in, call their name out daily. Two or three times a day. Whatever it takes. If you're passionate, God's going to listen. He's going to listen to a passionate heart. If, if you're truly on, on him, the widow, the widow, the widow that went to the judge. I just thought about this. The widow that went to the judge. Hey, every day she went back. That judge got tired of sinning. He gave her what she wanted. We wear God out. We wear God out with prayers of our loved ones. He's going to answer them prayers. He, you, we be persistent. He's going to be there. It's time for us to get persistent in our prayers, in our lives, for what we want, our loved ones, our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, everybody's out there that we know that we want to see saved. We don't want to be in heaven and know that, you know, we don't want that. It's time. we got to pay attention to what this man tells us because he's telling us the truth. Every Sunday it's been, it's been parables. Matthew, Luke, they're full of these parables. The prodigals, the, the talents, the, all these different ones. But I'm going to tell you, every one of them is a story that, that, that is true. It, he's telling us this for our own good. It, it's, 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 it's time for us to understand that he, he in, the, in the Bible, every one of these parables is to strengthen us, to help us, to guide us, to show us. And if we will go to Matthew and Luke and read these parables, you will be stronger for it because you'll realize what he's trying to tell us, that it's time to get your heart right. It's time to be right. It's time to do what you got to do to bring the sinner in, to bring the lost one in, to bring your loved ones in. And that's what we're here doing today, and that's what Brother Sharon's trying to do. He, he's, not doing, he's not doing it to build numbers. A great revival would be a great thing, but the soul's going to bring in. The souls is what we're looking at. The souls in the heart and the love of our community and the love of our loved ones. Hey, we got to make a difference if we're going to get this. I love y'all. I thank y'all. But it's time.